Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. how far from good this is. Like, if good was a person, this would be their evil doppelganger with an overly grim goatee who's wearing a turtleneck even though it's in the middle of summer. Never trust a twin that mysteriously shows up out of nowhere sporting a goatee. I'm rambling. Okay, calm down. Take a second, Hannah. Since I'm clearly not going to be able to stop her anytime soon... Let me explain what exactly you've just walked into here, dear listener. Spoiler alert! It's crows. It's the flipping crows! Again! That doesn't really clear up anything at all, does it, Hannah? All right, all right. Trying to calm down is hard while zombie me charges full speed ahead toward impending disaster. But I'll try. For the good of both of us. As the great Jack Nicholson might have said in a movie that has, without a doubt, gone unreferenced since oh, the beginning of the apocalypse, Goosefraba. Goosefraba. <sighs> okay. I can concede that movies in the 2000s were kind of weird. Anyway, back to the crows. I don't know if you know this, but crows are incredibly intelligent creatures. 
They're cunning little kleptomaniacs with really long memories. When I was a little girl, my mom actually showed me how to befriend them. All it takes is a few shiny baubles and regular food offerings. Not only will they remember, but they'll actually bring gifts in return. Before you know it, you're working your way into their complex social dynamic. And once you're a part of the murder, you're in for life. Kind of like a bird mafia. You know, you become family. No, seriously. They even teach their, um, crow babies? No, wait, that's not right. Uh, they're murder chicks. Um, fledgling klepto offspring? Whatever. They teach their young to love you. Turns out, crows are not above letting you buy their affection. Conversely, if you make them angry, say if you steal from them or if you hurt them, well, let's just say they'll remember that too. And their hatred for you will be passed down for generations to come. You essentially become public enemy number one. Come to think of it, humans might actually have more in common with crows than I thought. Uh, anyway, that's a topic for when I'm not running through the forest as fast as these tired pink chucks can take me. Especially since I haven't quite mastered teaching zombie me to lace them back up yet. Like I was saying, if you cross those little devils, well, they can be real buggers to people they don't like. And as it turns out, to zombies they don't like. Sometimes they fly down and just peck at us, or dive bomb us without warning. Yeah, which pretty much just sets her off because, of course, somehow, zombie me and the entire crow horde are in some sort of mutual blood feud. Today, though, they raise the rivalry to new heights. Do you remember that deflated old balloon she really likes? One that was hanging on the telephone pole over Garside? Well, they took it. Honestly, I've never seen anything hold her attention like this. Well, except maybe that balloon. She's so focused. She's so angry. <sighs> Which means, listener, that you and I are both along for the ride until either they drop that balloon or she gets herself some crow du jour. Which is why I suspect that it was hard for me to calm down just now. Thanks for sticking with me through that, by the way. You remember how I was saying sometimes I can get her to do things? You know, influence her a little bit? As it turns out, it's uh, a two-way street, and sometimes her feelings gurgle back up the proverbial pipe to me, too. So now you see why this is very not good. One of the things that makes zombies so dangerous is that, as far as I know, we don't actually get tired. We'd chase you for days if we had the attention span to do so. Fortunately for mankind, we're easily tricked, and trust me, we hate that. So technically, this could go on indefinitely. Wait a second, is she stopping? Oh, I've never been so grateful for a short attention span in my entire life! Yes! She's totally lost track of them. Ha! Take that, zombie me! Crows win again! Which is also a win for Hannah. Huge bonus? I will never, ever have to deal with her scrambling after that stupid balloon again! <sighs> now, maybe we can get back to... No. Oh no, 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 no. This just went from bad to good to way worse. Please don't tell me that was for us. Please, 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 please. Do you remember that sound I told you about before? You know, the one that the robots make? That was it. Okay, just, just stay still, Hannah. Listen for the next one before you move. Do this for me, girl. Please, just hold on. Oh my god. 
God, it's for the crows! Oh, they're after the crows! Oh, we're not in their territory. Oh, at least not yet. But we are so close. And we're running again. Back from whence we came, at least. Oh, I guess it's probably pretty safe to say that Zombie Me has a memory similar to those damn birds. Oh, uh, sorry for the cursing. What I mean to say is that I guess she remembers that sound and what it means, because she's really not having any of it. It's actually wild. I only just realized that this is the closest that she's ever come back to where it happened. You know, to where we lost the others? Wait, does that mean she... Does that mean she remembers? <clears throat> Wait, hold on a minute. This is a really weird, kind of difficult revelation that I'm not exactly sure how to process, so just go with me for a moment while I walk through this out loud. Or, uh, you know what I mean. I've been bored out of my actual mind for what amounts to literal decades. Most days the only thing on my schedule, besides a front row seat to the world's loneliest zombie show, is, well, analyzing and dissecting the plot of the world's loneliest zombie show. I thought I knew everything there was to know about our leading lady. I guess I'd kind of just gotten comfortable with her habits and routine. Like, she was just a big, messy, pigeon-eating dog. I know that she likes being happy. She kind of has these learned behaviors that she repeats over and over with gaps in between filled by pure instinct, like a wild animal. She's never, not once, shown signs that she remembers anything. That she still feels things, you know? Beyond instant gratification, like the balloon. Until now. She's... Is... Is she afraid? Callie reporting in. Again. I reported more in the last couple days than I have in months. <laughs> uh, whatever. Dear Diary. Close call taking that Sarnia off route. I'm not gonna bag myself on making the route shift. There's no way to tell that I'd find what I found out there. A long story short, ran into a gang of scavers set up around the outskirts of Detroit. Like I said before, normally wouldn't have taken the long way around, but I'm glad I did. At least so that we can mark the hazard. You know, not a lot of difference between these types and the raiders these days. Used to be there was, you know. Scaver clans were usually the first to set up the founding of new settlements. They'd band together out of necessity mostly, and families of scroungers and salvagers grouping up to make a living in between kill zones, trading their finds to whoever they came across out there. As a rule, scabbers are usually nomadic, but more and more we're seeing them settling areas that aren't the kind of hospitable ground a successful clan would normally put stakes at, so uh, it's probably safer to say they're bunkering in. As it turns out, ugh, most of these clans were only a few weapons away from realizing that, you know, taking what they need is an easier life than sifting through a bunch of ruins for artifacts. Uh, Maybe they just got tired. It's not an easy life, pulling your family around to peddle scraps to the settlements. 
Uh, still, though, not sure if that's worth giving up your humanity for. You know, something changes in you when you come to terms with how much a human life's worth. Yeah. Grim topic for a cloudy morning, I know. Well, the specifics might just turn that around. At least, I found it pretty fucking funny. So there I was, in high gear, banking off some debris for fun, when I popped over a broken overpass and almost ran straight over their lookout. Guy would have been windshield paced if not for my excellent- no, 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 supernatural reflexes. See, he was armed with an old rifle, and I'm pretty sure he might have taken a shot at yours truly if I hadn't, well, <laughs> caught him in a, a compromising position. <laughs> yeah, he was squatting over, pants around his ankles, and leaning hard on said rifle for support. <laughs> So an off-route land spinner was the last thing he'd expect to deal with while trying to pass his morning shit. <laughs> oh, scared him enough that he lost his balance. It took a good tumble, too. <laughs> last glimpse I got of him was rolling around on the ground half-naked trying to get a bead on me. Oh, really wish the window slid down on this thing. Would have loved to add literal insult to injury. <laughs> Here's to missed opportunities. Anyway, that's the report. Detroit's even less safe now, and way too far away from the Golden Gate for us to do anything about it. Maybe we can get a hold of Ann Arbor and see if they have the manpower to spare? I doubt they can manage it militarily. Who knows, maybe they can figure things out. More settlements, less raiders. It's the only way we get to move past this post-apocalypse as a species. Uh, Callie, signing off. Welcome back, listener. It seems that no matter how many years go by, and how well we think we know ourselves, well, I suppose there's always something more to learn, isn't there? Those were the words of our original outro in this episode. I wrote them back in 2020, and as we know well... It was a complicated time for all of us. Implications in the development of our worldwide society aside, I've learned a lot on a personal level since then as well. Sound design being one of those skills I've continued to develop. If you're listening to this episode now, in 2024 or later, then you've been listening to the third remaster of our early episodes. These original episodes are, of course, completely passable, And honestly, it might not even be noticeable to some. But it's my hope that I can update the first season at a rate of about a couple episodes a month until everything is remastered to our current standard. This is, of course, possible thanks to the help of our patrons on the Red Fathom Entertainment Patreon, who not only get our actors paid for new stories, but allow me to put in this kind of work for both the benefit of new fans as well as more seasoned fans revisiting these early episodes. Either way... I hope you've been enjoying Apocalypse, and I guess it's time to see who's around for our canned outro. It's kinda gotta be Kelly again, I guess. Of course, until you meet some of the other characters in our story later on. Talk to you again soon, listener. Hey! Apocalypse is written and produced by Red Fathom Entertainment and is a proud member of the Fable and Folly Network. 
<laughs> this episode was brought to you by the talents of our wonderful cast and crew, all of which can be found in the show notes as well as our official webpage. Just type redfathom.com slash hanapocalypse into your browser. We love it if you stop by and fix us up with a follow on socials. Oh, the music featured in our outro and throughout the series has been provided by Velvet Moon and Argle Bargle Studios. You can find us in the wasteland that is Twitter as at Hanapoctical, Instagram as Red Fathom, and the new frontier that is Blue Sky as at Red Fathom. Plus, if you like what you hear so far and would like to support the show as well as other future productions like it, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash redfathom. So Patreon is a service that allows you to pitch us a couple bucks on a monthly basis in exchange for some extra materials and content. This includes ad-free early releases, behind-the-scenes info on all Red Fathom projects, and even a semi-monthly lore show where we deep-dive into some world-building stuff. <sighs> Every dollar goes to paying our talent and improving the show. Maybe some comics, too. Helping us bring stories like this one out of post-apocalyptia and straight into your ear holes. Oh, enough of that. Until next time, listener. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Mount Absalom, a community, a heritage, a home. The green jewel in the majestic crown of Ohio. For 200 years, Mount Absalom has been a place to play. N32. Bingo! A place to learn. For in thy green and growing arms... We have everything we need. All right. Now let's get out our math homework. A place to work. Here at the Celery Bottling Works, we produce over 2,000 bottles of celery soda every day. A place to raise a family. It's a girl. It's a place of history. And here we have the barrel of whiskey that Confederate soldiers stole from Mount Absalom patriot Amelia Pleasance during Morgan's raid. And of course, a place of celery. 201st Celery Festival, I dub thee Open! <laughs> Mount Absalom is the perfect place for making memories. For making memories. For making memories. For making memories. Make your memories with us. Make your memories here. With Absalom. Paid for by the Delphi Quarter of Mount Absalom and Solaric Bottling Works. Refreshing Solaric Soda and Diet Solaric Soda. <sighs> Well, a Midwestern Gothic mystery. Learn more at unwellpodcast.com.